just as a disclaimer to anyone who's listening, we are not beer experts. We are beer fans. So if you're looking for experts, this ain't for you probably. Not yet anyway. We'll figure it out though. What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Yeasty Boys Podcast. I'm Aaron Miller. And I'm Jason Tate. Today, we're drinking... Oh, no, I didn't want to be the one that says this. We're <laughs> drinking the... Hokovesa? Stone Hokovesa. Um, I, I think this is supposed to mean cocoa like chocolate. Right. Cerveza, like beer. chocolate beer. That makes sense. What is... I don't know what the two... The prefix and the... And the... What's the opposite? Suffix. Suffix mean independently of one another though what is the vesa in cerveza oh you're asking maybe wheat maybe you know hoko hoko vesa i think we can all agree that hoko is chocolate right it's like cocoa 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 beer yeah it is a uh imperial stout inspired by a mexican hot chocolate which i just was intrigued by that idea and it was also real. I was very cold yesterday, and mm. I was like, "Hmm, hot chocolate sounds good." good. <laughs> yep. So the Hokovesa from Stone Brewing. Cheers. Cheers to that. Clunk. It's getting harder and harder to cheers. It's just <clears throat> not well, and we're also f- further away from each other. It seems than we normally are. I don't know how that happened. Yeah, we just. It's just the universe is expanding, so. We're getting inches apart all the time. Be, that might be part of it, actually. Uh, Aaron and I were talking about <clears throat> naming our, our kids after ourselves and right. then their kids after the same name so that they would be the third and the fourth and so on. Yeah. And this reminded me that George Foreman <laughs> had a bunch of children who he just named George <laughs> Foreman. <laughs> and, and that's wild to me. I so, mean, yeah. I mean, he's George Foreman. He created the greatest indoor grill known to man. So yeah, why, never, why wouldn't he? Never mind his boxing career. Nah, nah. But <laughs> so George Foreman had a son, George Foreman Jr. Uh huh. He had another son. Okay. George Foreman, the third. As he should be. He had another son. Okay. You know this one. I'm gonna guess uh, Paul guess. Foreman. Wrong. George Foreman the fourth. Gosh, I was very wrong. Another son. Okay. This guy's just full of testosterone. George Foreman the fifth. Okay. Wait, I have a really important question. Okay, we'll continue and then I'll ask this important question. Okay. Okay. George Foreman the sixth. Another son. Yes. Then he has a daughter, Georgetta Foreman. Georgetta. Okay. And it's just Georgetta. It's just Georgetta. Okay. Now, here is actually where it gets buck wild to me. It's not all of the six sons and the one daughter that he named after himself. Uh-huh. It's the fact that after seven kids, he starts, he has more children yet. A daughter, Frida Foreman. Another daughter, Leola Foreman. <laughs> Another daughter, Natalia Foreman. How did he like knock out so many sons? An additional daughter, Mishi Foreman. What? Two more daughters. Yeah, he was just he got all the sons out of the way, and then all the daughters <laughs> in a, in that order. 
Courtney Foreman. Okay. Isabella Brenda Lilha Foreman. <laughs> Brenda. Just Brenda sprinkled in there. <laughs> right in the middle. <laughs> but the wildest part about this for me is not that he had six, seven kids named after himself, but that after seven, he was like, Let's just start picking normal <laughs> names now. Well, now that we're seven deep. Maybe he didn't realize that now George Foreman the fifth, his yeah. his son, his yeah. fifth son. He did have a sixth son. Or I guess that would that be his that would be his sixth son would be the fifth. Is that how that works? Well, he's George Foreman one. Yes. So George Jr. is two. Right. George three is three. Okay. So his son, if he named him George, which you would feel he has to will now be George Foreman the sixth, the third. Is that right? Is that how that would work? <laughs> That's how that works, fun. Do you no, do you see <laughs> I see what you're saying, right? So Because it goes off lineage, right? It goes down the the tree. So are you suggesting that George the third is just George Jr. Jr.? <laughs> I'm not sure that's how it works, man. I don't know. I think I'm onto something. But it's wild to me that he was like, okay, we'll name this one George Foreman and this one seven times. And then he was like, Brenda? <laughs> Brenda? I don't know. Isabella? Leola? Leola? We'll just start picking I still names, think though. based off of, because um, it, it goes down, because how are the trees branches? You know, they go that way, but then they also go down, right? Mm-hmm. I still think he would have to name... <laughs> his his grandson would be named George Foreman the sixth the third. But. The sixth the third. Uh-huh. Sixth of his name. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But yeah. anyways, that's neither here nor there. Because I just, the dude has had like twenty five kids. Can you imagine? Yeah, that's a ton of that's a ton of babies. It's a lot of babies. It's a lot of being pregnant. Being, I can hardly feed a dog. You got to be pregnant for like how like a bunch of months, right? Nine yeah. of them. I don't ever remember George being pregnant either. Yeah, he just he looks great. Looks great. But good you got to be pregnant for like nine months. Nine months, yes. So if you have, I don't even know how many kids. Was it like 14 or something? It was more than 10, and that's a lot. So that times nine, well, how many years of just thing. consecutive pregnancy is that? How many women's was that? I don't know if that was all, I think that was might have all been by the same, is, was he all, Man, did he good, have good for her. all of these children with the same wife? I don't know. But if not, people might have just started lining up for child support, you know? Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. You know this guy's fertile. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, but that's wild to me. Can you imagine growing up in a house where you have six siblings that share your name and then six that are just have all different names? My dad's name is Eric and I'm Aaron. And that was already challenging. That was already tough. Because I grew up being called Eric all the time, or people like just would say Eric, and I thought they said Aaron or vice versa. Um, I cannot imagine actually having the same name as multiple people in the same household. Okay, I'm that just now. I'm just now starting to see the family tree the way you described it to me. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he has two kids, uh-huh. the third and the fourth, right? And if they both have sons and they both name them George, yes, that's the third. Junior and the fourth junior. Uh huh. This actually, I physically feel pain in my brain. <laughs> my head actually started hurting. You see what I'm saying? I'm scared to continue thinking about that. I might have an aneurysm. Yeah, and I'm not prepared for that. I don't so. understand. 
What I, happens? I don't I don't know what the technical Okay, I got it. The technicality would it. be for I this. figured it out. Okay. You get the title mm-hmm. when you are born. Right, that is given to you. Yes. So it's a race to be born first. To be born first? Right. So uh-huh. let's just say you and I were brothers named George Foreman. <laughs> I like this and, reality. And you were born before me. You were my older brother. Mm-hmm. But I had a son before you. Okay. And named him George. Okay. And then you had a son after me and named him George. You would be George Jr. I would be George second. My son gets third place because he came in third before your son. And then your son would be George fourth because he's the fourth George born. Wow. Is that how it works with brothers? I can, I mean, I guess, right? It's got to be the first one in, right? Man. I don't know. I, this might require more research at a later time. I actually want to research this. Too. <laughs> I might do some research on this. We'll get back to That's you on wild. this. Yeah, stay tuned. Yeah, we'll, but we'll actually get back to you on this two to three weeks from now. Now would probably be a good time just to mention it to you guys. We will be absent next week. Tis the season. Tis the season. We have uh, Thanksgiving. We'll all have it with our families, mm-hmm. friends. You all will too. We're gonna enjoy the Hopefully. week off. If not, you can come. You can come to my house. Yeah, join us, please. Um, but yeah, we just wanted to give you all that heads up, and we will see y'all soon after. Yeah, Thanksgiving's coming up. Uh, we'll be traveling a little bit. Christmas is uh, just around the bend. I mean, we'll probably try to fit in an episode or two, maybe somewhere in there. But uh, just know know that rough rough tides are ahead. Yeah, here here's your expectations. Expect nothing. Appreciate everything. <laughs> Exactly. And you might get some bone. Here, here it is. I'm going to say this right here. I'm going to go on record and say that the Yeasty Boys are packing it up temporarily mm-hmm. until the end of the holidays, early July. Until it all blows sorry, over. Sorry, early January, until it all blows over. Early January, we will reconvene and bring just some good, good content. Yep. But maybe expect a bonus or episode or two. Mm-hmm. You, might, you might catch a bonus episode. One Maybe. or two of those. And Speaking it might just be audio of me playing Fortnite. <laughs> Speaking of Thanksgiving, I, I sort of already kicked off my Thanksgiving celebrations because my dad is uh, uh, going to be living in New Mexico for some time for work. So I, I wow. tried to catch up with him before he left. Yeah. And uh, so we had a sort of a pseudo Thanksgiving dinner. And uh, I ate more food than... I think I ever have. <laughs> so we ate dinner and then there was dessert. I had six pieces of pie. Did that equate to an entire pie? I guess more or less. Yeah. I had two pieces of peanut wow. butter pie. Okay. Uh, one good. piece of pecan pie. Only, okay. Well, you really messed up there. Well, well you messed up on multiple accounts <laughs> and I want to mention these. You ate more peanut butter pie than... Pecan pie. Pecan pie. Okay. And and then we just mentioned the other. So <laughs> pecan pie. <laughs> I had one slice of pe- pecan pie. There you go. Uh, two slices of apple pie. Okay. And then two slices of pumpkin pie, and then an additional slice of peanut butter pie. I have never been more impressed and proud of you. Yeah, it was it was a big moment for me. But How proud I, was your dad? Was he like, I'm not going to New Mexico, son? Most of my family were concerned for uh, my health. I get that. And slightly disgusted. 
I get I actually get both of those, yeah. I just sort of crawled in the living room, unbuttoned my pants, and just like laid on the floor in front of the fireplace. Mm. Worked out. There you go. Sounds like a good night to me. So hopefully you all uh have a lot of pie. Bountiful Thanksgivings like I did. Good times. Um but yeah, let's get into the, the nitty gritty. We, we do here we uh, this is a podcast. It's a podcast. And what do we do, Jason? We uh drink beer. We drink it. We talk about the beer. We barely talk about that beer. And we answer your questions. And that's what the bulk of our show is. We're going to answer a question from our co-number one fan. Uh-huh. Um, Prison Mike. Prison Mike. Want me to beer you that tasty cue? Beer me that tasty cue. Uh, Mike wrote to us in an email. Yes. And said, are animals ticklish? If so... Which one is the most ticklish? I'm very... Hugs and kisses, incarcerated Michael. I'm very... Uh, I, such a good question. Mm. Brill, a brilliant brain you have there, Prison Mike. Yeah, truly. Well, I don't know... I don't know if animals are ticklish. I've tried to tickle my dog, and it doesn't seem ticklish. I guess my cat doesn't like it when I tickle its belly, but <laughs> yeah. it, that doesn't yeah. seem like a tickle as much as uh, he feels threatened by my the presence of my hand. Right. And he wants to kill it. Um, I, so based off Obi, one of the few animal or dogs, we'll just say dogs, mm-hmm. um, and specifically Obi, I have scratched them but scratching is different than tickling and they enjoy it and they like get into it right Mm -hmm. i've never actually attempted to tickle him to tickle him though yeah i really don't know let me go let me go do a little field study (laughs) i don't even really know why people are ticklish do you have any idea why that what the science behind some people are and some people aren't too i have one friend that we would just tickle him for fun because he was so ticklish and he would just giggle yeah. Um, it was a good time, you know, that's what my Friday <laughs> nights and my senior year Friday nights consisted of. You and all of your cohort, you just tickle this just tickle. ticklish kid. Tickle one ticklish kid. Ticklish Terry. <laughs> uh, but I mean, why is, why, why do people be ticklish sometimes? Why do ticklish at times? What is happening biologically? To elicit that response. I'm wondering if it's like a, like you, I don't know, like there's some receptors receptors in Something's your skin. Why is our reaction to laugh too? Because it's like you're laughing, but inside you're like, please stop. You're also pissed off and you're like, I do not enjoy this, yeah. but I love it. I actually, I'm ticklish um, and my dad would tickle me when I was younger and we would play this game because I didn't enjoy them all and he didn't either. And so if I stepped on a crack... Then I would get tickled for however many cracks I stepped on. Yeah. And so, like, it's kind of a game of like, he probably had fun with this because I'd be like literally hopping around trying not to step on cracks. And then he gets to tickle me later and watch me just, just suffer. Um, but sometimes I'd step on a crack so I could get a little one more tickle just to test him, you know? Well, and it wasn't even just to test him because I kind of liked it, but I also yeah. kind of hated it, you know? Yeah. It's, it's sort of, there's a little bit of both in there. Yeah. It's bittersweet. It's it's sweet and it's sour. <laughs> yep. But 
I, d- I really don't understand the science behind why something is ticklish or why it makes us respond the way we do. Uh, that said, let's just say hypothetically, which animal do you think would be the most ticklish? Just based uh, pure, purely off of looks. If I'm going off of, well, I'm going to go beyond looks, if that's okay. Uh, by, by all means. Um, and I'm going to go off of, um, I guess, just Sense. science. Okay. <laughs> what were you saying? Nothing. Okay. I'm going to have to play back that recording. <laughs> um, and I'm just going to go off science and say that I would think that apes, monkeys. I was going to say monkeys. Monkey got to be ticklish, right? They're They're the... Aren't they the closest to humans? Or did we say the chickens are the closest to humans? There's no fucking way. Did anybody ever say the chickens were the closest? I don't know why, but I remember reading somewhere <laughs> that chickens are actually like technically closer scientifically. I don't know the technical terms. I, I didn't know this. that. I did not know that. But that but also could have been like uh, a fake article. Who I, knows? I agree, though. Monkey gotta be ticklish. Mon- monkey gotta be ticklish. Because they're already... It blows my mind how close to humans they are. Yeah. But how not human they are. Monkey look like human. Monkey look like, got, got gotta be booty ticklish. like human. Got booty like human. Mm-hmm. Gotta be ticklish. Gotta be ticklish. I think that's, that's the answer right there. Yeah. Monkey look like human, got booty like human, <laughs> must be ticklish. Must be ticklish. If, if any animal is ticklish, it, mu- it must be monkeys. And there are a lot of different kinds of monkeys, so I'm not... I'm not sure which is the most ticklish subspecies of ape. Right. Or chimp. Or chimp. Or chimp. I I would think maybe like a chimpanzee. Do you think anybody's ever tried to tickle a gorilla? And why and did they away. have a death wish? Unless it was Coco. Oh, that's true. Oh, rest in peace, Coco. Didn't she die? Yeah, like last year. Also, now really sorry about that. <laughs> Uh, that really hit me. <laughs> I mean to bum you out. And I'm I'm trying to get off this topic so we can talk about <laughs> Stan Lee. Oh yeah, we probably should have. That's another address that. Um, I mean we're not like any one source of media and or not media. Sorry, news. news. We're not any one source of news, and everyone knows this. And if you don't, I'm sorry to break the news to you. <laughs> but I feel obligated to at least mention since we have. Some form of platform. Yeah. I feel at least obligated to mention that a legend has passed. A legend has indeed passed Stanley at the age of, he was up there. 95. Yeah. So Long I, life. That blew my mind that he was in every Marvel movie, like, you know, from whatever date to current. Do you have a favorite Stanley cameo? I want to say, you know, I, I honestly can't say one because- I know there's been so many that I really, mm. for some reason, the one that stands out to me the most, though, I don't think this is particularly my favorite, is in one of the Spider-Mans when he's like just blare, blasting music in his headphones and like Spider-Man's like messing oh, yeah. up a library or something behind him. I don't remember exactly what it was, but uh, that was a good one that stands out to me. Pretty sure he, it might have been Ant-Man where he's about to get into his car and it shrinks down into a teeny tiny car. <laughs> Was that Stanley? Was that a cameo there? I think, yeah, he was. That it might have been. been. It's been a while since I saw Ant-Man. the first Ant Man. That's Anyways. there's so many good cameos, and um, yeah, lost in peace. Do you think Stan one. Lee was ticklish? I almost feel wrong talking about this. 
Well, I mean, I, we, uh, he was a great man, and we're here to celebrate his life, but he was definitely ticklish for sure, right? He seemed to have he seemed a wonderful sense of humor, mm. a brilliant mind, and creative. So he had to been like a um, uh, just a sensitive guy. Which Marvel superhero do you think is the most ticklish? It's probably the Hulk, right? <laughs> What kind of path? What if there was a Hulk, but instead of the angrier he gets, the stronger he gets? It's the more you tickle him, he gets stronger. (laughs) Well, he turns pink. He probably gets angry the more you tickle him. That's true. Because I get angry, but tickle tickle him pink, and he's just this big, pink, giggly baby. It's a big baby. We should really pitch this. I think it's a good one. TM, 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 TM. Maybe. DC will make a shitty film about it. <laughs> well, yeah, you know if DC's making it, it's it's not going to be good. <laughs> uh, we're getting a little off track here, and I think that's because we we got right down to the to the the heart of that artichoke fast, and it's monkeys, boy. What's our runner up though? Let's let's each give one runner up. I'm going to say gerbil, possum. <laughs> okay, no explanation needed. Yep. Cool. That's all we're gonna say about that. <laughs> but um, I, but I do think monkey look like human and got booty like human must be ticklish. Monkey look like human, got booty like human. Uh, thank you for your question, incarcerated Michael. Incarcerated, imprisoned, prison Mike. Yep. Uh, we do have another question in the spirit of this beer. Yeah. Uh, this is this is a question from. A Reddit user on Reddit. A Reddit user on Reddit, and Reddit user's Reddit name is... Looks like Season. Okay. S-Z-I-N-N-E. Season. Season. S-Z-S-C-Z? S-Zine. Too many consonants. Yeah. You guys, come on. You kill me with these names. This is from Reddit user Season. What's the best way to get back at someone for drinking your chocolate milk? Um, I don't want to say the obvious because it's gross. What is the obvious? Because obvious, you know, when someone drinks your your like lemonade, then you pee in the bottle. Classic, classic, classic prank. Got him, bamboozled. <laughs> Wait, here, you, wait, poop, you poop in the bottle. But, but here's the thing. If they drink your lemonade uh-huh. and then you pee in the bottle, then they will have already had some lemonade. So then you're going to say, Do you, here, would you like some lemonade? And then you're be like, no, thanks. I already drank your lemonade. Yeah, you and just, then you're just going to have your own. You're just going to be toting around your own no, urine. You, and you a, wait a few days and then you go. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, 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 Mike. Right. <laughs> would, you, would you like some lemonade? And he'll never. He'll never suspect that it's pee when he smells it before he drinks it. He'll just gulp it down. Yeah. We'll be very hydrated, but not too hydrated or else it won't look like lemonade. What if he just drank it and then he knew it was piss and then he finishes it and he just goes, ah, and he wipes his mouth and goes, that piss was delicious. (laughs) You know? Because then then I feel like he's, he's sort of got you. I didn't expect that. Um, he sort of turned it around on you. Sorry, I think that was the best joke I've like ever told. <laughs> uh, so, not a bad idea. I mean, you could. What has happened to you is no less than a th- uh, theft 
that's not okay because chocolate milk is a um, delicacy and it is a national treasure. Yeah, but well, look, people like to make make jokes about uh, crying over spilt milk and what have you. But what what has happened here is you owned this property, your chocolate milk, mm-hmm. and somebody came and they took it from you, which was theft. So you sound a lot like Dwight right now for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like legal recourse is really the only option you have here is to lawyer up, hit the gym. Chocolate milk theft is serious, Jason. <laughs> it affects millions of families every day. <laughs> Get a lawyer uh-huh, and lawyer up. sue this motherfucker. Get him good where it hurts. Take him to chocolate milk court. Take his knees out from under him. You know, it, you know, attack his family. <laughs> Take him to chocolate milk court. Minimum sentence for stealing chocolate milk is like three, four seconds. In jail? Uh-huh. That sounds about proportionate, actually. <laughs> uh, but, you, you know, so that's one option. Um, I don't know if you have money to hire legal counsel, but... Yeah, you're going to have to weigh the the pros and cons and the, I guess, just, is it going to be worth suing this guy over this chocolate milk? In most cases, yes. Mm. Um, especially depending on the kind of chocolate milk. Is this great value chocolate milk? Or is this the whatever lands something oh, yeah. chocolate milk? Is it like dairy land or something like yeah. that? Yeah. This shit is good. The one with the cows on the front. You know what's probably not describes good a lot is of chocolate that- milk. I don't, can I, I don't think I can say the brand name. Yeah, absolutely. Blast them. It's that one that rhymes with Nesquik. You mean Nesquik? Yeah. Okay. Garbage. <laughs> it's like chocolate water. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Nesquik, everyone, almost everyone, has been using Nesquik wrong. Yeah. And my dad opened my eyes to that when I was a young boy, and he would make me... My dad's getting a lot of shout outs today. He's a great father. He would make me what was called, as you would imagine a three-year-old would call it, a soupy doopy. Soupy doopy. Um, <laughs> We're all familiar. Yeah, yeah. And it was vanilla ice cream uh, and Nesquik. Huh. And you stir the Nesquik up until it is of... Soupy doopy quality. Uh, soupy doopy or milkshake quality. And it was delicious. That's fair. Yeah. You know, if I could bring it back to your uh, piss suggestion earlier. Okay. Yeah. It's just now occurring to me that if you if you peed mm-hmm. in a chocolate milk bottle, it ain't gonna look like chocolate milk. It's not. So they're gonna they're definitely gonna know that it's pee, right? I wasn't suggesting peeing in the chocolate milk bottle. Okay, gotcha. I was, was suggesting so... pooping in because gotcha. pee looks like gotcha, lemonade. Gotcha, gotcha. Poop looks like the, it's the natural equivalent. Yeah, it, it was a bad suggestion. Well, fair. I'm very aware of that. But <laughs> <laughs> that's what we do here. That's what we do. Um, you could take something of theirs, I guess. You know, it's the sort of eye for an eye approach. Yeah, you know that always works out. Um, maybe take their kid, their youngest kid. Seems seems fair. Yeah. How much chocolate milk? Was it like the last sip? Was it a whole carton? I would almost rather someone drink an entire carton than just leave me just a, just a little sip. Yeah, that's insulting. Why is that insulting? Yeah, I mean, that's just oh, really I see insulting yeah, to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. 
I thought you were saying my my no, no, comment no. is no, it'd be insulting to be left with just that. I've made the mistake tantalizing hint of chocolate milk. Mm-hmm. I've made the mistake of leaving a milk jug with no milk in, and then apparently upsetting Andrea because she had the hopes of grabbing milk, but was a very empty jug. So mm. I I have I have victimized someone of that. So I can only imagine how she felt. Um, this is all just for my apology. I'm sorry, Andrea, for the the milk mishap. That's what I feel we'll call like, it. uh, you know, the thing to do when you were young is just get your dad to beat their dad up. I'm not sure who it is that stole your chocolate milk, but this seems fairly elementary school. Yeah. So, what if it was your dad? What if your dad drank your milk? If your dad drank your milk, then your dad can't beat his dad up, and you can't steal dad. his youngest son because you might be his youngest son. So those suggestions are both out. Mm-hmm. You probably shouldn't poop in his water. Provided it's not your dad that stole your chocolate milk, though. Could you get... Could you marry his mom so that you're now his dad and then you never let him have chocolate milk again because you're his dad now? <laughs> then you just always say, he's your daddy. And... It kills him every time he has to answer. You yeah. are. And you dad. drink all the chocolate milk every mm-hmm. time you get it. You drink it all. Drink it all up. I think that's a brilliant suggestion. I think that's the, the winner. Speaking of ding, chocolate ding, ding. milk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of chocolate milk, we have the Jovesa. Um, it is a yummy, delicious Jason grabbed mine, so I had to reach the bar to grab <laughs> Sorry, his. Sorry, I didn't realize there was another one. Um, yummy, delicious beer. Um, it is 8.1% alcohol by that, volume. That explains a lot. Um, yeah. Stout brewed with chocolate, coffee, pasilla peppers. I'm going to guess since it's a Mexican beer, it's pronounced pasilla instead of pasilla. That makes, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, just vanilla, like tortilla. Just like tortilla. Vanilla or vanilla. Um, <laughs> vanilla <laughs> is that is that how that's pronounced cinnamon and nutmeg um it's good and i get some of those flavors and some i don't i get the pepper it's which i guess that's yeah. the mexican hot chocolate it's a little, right it's a little it's spicy like spicy cocoa mm-hmm. i like that about it yeah um it's pretty it's pretty good do you want to read us maybe the uh, little description here a little description yeah inspired by mexican hot chocolate this is a beloved stout. When first introduced as a limited special collaboration release in San Diego, home brewer Chris Banker, after his recipe won uh, the annual homebrew competition, released this beer. Uh, it was a instant hit, and fans began clamoring, clamoring. for its return. Seeing as how its amazing flavor profile is evocative of Mexican hot chocolate featuring coffee, pasilla peppers, vanilla... <laughs> Cinnamon, <laughs> nutmeg, and a generous amount of Stone's own in-house made chocolate. Oh, they made the chocolate themselves that Sweet. went into it. Uh, they concluded it was the perfect stout to re-release in celebration of the holidays and the winter season. It's now a highly anticipated yearly tradition that Stone is pleased to present from them to you, the consumer. Uh, they hope it makes a perfect wintry gift for you, your friends, or your loved ones, or simply yourself. Cheers from Stone. Cheers to Stone, because yeah. this is one delicious stout. I haven't always been the biggest Stone fan. 
Okay. I've never had a whole lot of stones. I've had a few. I've had a few of, of a few stone beers. Didn't we do? I feel like we did a stone beer on this podcast. I. It's gotten to that point where we've done over fifty. So you're starting at this point. Forget, yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, but this is good. I'm a big fan of this. Yeah. I in it actually I I didn't even research it beforehand. Sometimes I do that if it's like I don't know what I'm getting myself into. I don't want to spend money on a sucky beer. Um, but I just trusted it and I did do a little bit of research and you put it is faith, loved. Put your faith in stone. Put my faith in stone and it is loved by the beer community and I like it. It will be loved. And it will, you know. <laughs> I'll, I'll doctor that later. That didn't sound oh, yeah. very good. You just put in uh uh, Adam, Adam Levine's, Levine's dry cut. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. If you guys have had the Hokovesa from Stone, uh, let us know what you thought about it. We love this beer so much. In fact, we're going to go get a refill. Yep. So we'll be right back. But listen to a word from our sponsors, the Interstate Gamers. Hello! How's it going, everyone? I'm Kevin, a.k.a. K-Slugs. And I'm Peter, a.k.a. Deal For Real. And we host a podcast called The Interstate Gamers. If you've ever wondered how your favorite games might stack up against each other, or you just want to hear some detailed reviews, then our show just might be for you. On The Interstate Gamers, we discuss and critique everything from the gameplay to the aesthetics to the content of some of our favorite games. You can find us almost anywhere. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and even your trusty pal Alexa. Follow us on Twitter and make sure to subscribe if you like what you hear. Thanks for listening. Uh, thank you, Interstate Gamers. Give them a listen if you haven't already. And if you haven't already, what are you doing? Um, but right now, we're going to read you another question from Donna Kin, 2002. Donna Kin? It's not like the Dovakin? Actually, oh, sorry. It is Dovakin. Oh, from Skyrim. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so Dovakin asks The Dragonborn. Dragon the Dragonborn. So it has two eyes in the middle of Dovakin? I don't think so. Oh probably maybe. Dovakin was taken though. Dovakin two thousand through two thousand one was taken. Yeah. So then he had to go well actually Dovakin through a lot was taken. Then he had right. to go to the double eyes through yeah. two thousand one. But anyways So now it's XX Dovakin four twenty six nine XX. Exactly. Um, anyways, the subject is infidelity, dot, dot, dot. I generally immediately skip these because it depresses me. Yeah. Usually the, some of the, some of these are bummers, but yeah. Um, read on, but, but I, while scrolling, saw my cat and was like, (laughs) hold up. Okay. Um, it was like one of those takes where you stop walking Mm -hmm. and, you know, pull your head back. Um, my cat was missing the whole day. In parentheses, she usually just stays home the whole day, but just today she came back through the window and I could immediately tell that she had been at the neighbor's place the entire time. Mm. Sad face, crying face. (laughs) She didn't want attention. She didn't even let me pet her. She just went into the other room and fell asleep. I don't know how to feel about this. She was always satisfied with just being with me. But now I feel like we've drifted apart. Please help. Any advice would be appreciated. Look, it's 2018, yeah. almost 2019. Polyamory. You know what? I'm not going to argue with that. I don't, I don't fully agree with that, but I don't think it's ever okay. 
if it's not mutual. You definitely need to make sure that your cat partner is okay, comfortable yes. with, and consenting to the the situation. It is infidelity, hundred percent. If it it's not, if it's not consensual, mutual, consensual. So, uh, yeah, your cat's done you real, real dirty here. He's doing you dirty, and and also, you know, most people go through the effort to at least not like to at least pretend like nothing happened, right? Mm. To cover it up, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. Cat didn't even give you that much. Cat's like, I don't care, dude. I, don't I care found I found an, a new buddy. Okay, let me hit you with this, though. We expect the cat to be completely loyal, only ever give affection to the one owner, the one human. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you, when the human's out, comes across this feral cat... Maybe they're at their friend's house. Friend has a cat. It's going to be all up in that cat's grill, giving it pats and scritches. You give a great counterpoint. And he just comes home. It's okay for you, but not for me. I can't much argue with that. That that is the definition of a hypocrite. Mm. Um, Man, I can't argue with that sound logic. So what you're proposing is this person has also been partaking in the infidelity. Yeah. In the infidelity. So, I mean, you need you can't have separate rules for yourself and your cat. You guys need to get on the same plane. It sounds to me like the cat's ready to open up, open it up and see what else, you know, get in there and just experiment, yeah. see what happens. Yeah. And you want to have your pie and eat it too. Mm-hmm. Afraid not, bud. You need to decide if this is a mutual... A mutually exclusive thing you've got with your cat and cease contact with other cats. And think about cats are, some are friendly, some aren't. The friendly uh, ones have no problem just rubbing up against you. Yeah. And are you going to be able to... Uh, You're going to be able to turn turn away from that? Just completely ignore that? I mean, I would have no issue with when that. When it starts purring? I would have no issue with that. I might even like... Just have a trimmer in my leg and kick it off a little bit, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but these are things you're going to need to ask yourself before before you go committing, yeah, to something that you can't you can't follow through with. So, yeah, uh, you need to you need to you need to decide if you're going to be able to let yourself trust this cat enough mm-hmm. to to open your relationship up to other cats and other humans. Now, this doesn't give either of you an excuse to not still give your partner that you have decided to live with and life with, mm. to not give them your, like, to just give them the scraps, though, right? I mean, yeah, this cat yeah, yeah. deserves, still deserves your undying love and you affection. You definitely need to prioritize each other. And, and this cat needs to come home... Still expecting love from you and giving love to you. Yeah, I mean, do you think this cat just went out looking for other pats and scritches because it was it's, getting everything it needed at home? Probably throwing not. me off every time you call them scritches. Is we that give a little scritch on the is back. that a is that a Kentuckian phrase? A scritch, a little scritch. Okay, <laughs> I like it. I'm not I'm not hating on yeah, it. Scritches it's just catching me it's off guard. Okay, it's a okay. Thing. okay. So uh, it probably knew you were out there fraternizing with other felines. Uh-huh. Like, there's the alliteration. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, 
and uh, it you know it went out and got what it needed. Yeah, did what it had to do. And and maybe this is its way of telling you, like, hey bud, hey bud, you better you better uh, Look, give me your what? your full attention. I can do it too. I can do this too. So maybe you should stop. Takes two to tango. Screw it around. Takes two to tango. You better be loyal, son. And you don't want to get on a cat's bad side too, because they can make your life just hell. They're general, aren't they? Usually mob leaders. Yeah, I mean, you know, the cat. You get on the cat's bad side. Cat's like, I shit in the box. Go clean it. Yeah, I mean, you've seen that movie. What is it? Go Fe- clean feline. my shit. <laughs> you've seen the feline mob boss, boss three. Feline. feline mob boss three. Yeah. Yeah. Instant classic. Of course. Yeah. I. Uh, it's a. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, one hundred percent fresh. One hundred percent fresh. Um, so look, just talk. T- communication is key here. If you're not talking, you're not communicating. What do you uh, expect? How do you, do you expect, expect this relationship to work? That's why there are problems at home. This is one of the more complex relationships that there are. Mm-hmm. A, a feline human uh, relationship. Well, you know what? You know what we don't know? Mm. Is this person a human? That's writing this question? That's a good point. This could be very well be a cat. Yeah. Could be a cat. This question. Yeah, I, I guess everything we've said is null and void then. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for us. Um, yeah, great episode. Bye. Do check out the... <laughs> How are we saying? I'm forgotten. Gosh, Hokovesa? <laughs> Hokovesa. Check out the Hokovesa... Um, check us out on YeastyCast on all social media. Um, if you stop listening by now, I don't blame you, but <laughs> if you haven't stopped listening, go to our website, theyeastyboys.beer. .beer. Yep. And, uh, we're on Spotify, we're on Stitcher, we're yep. on Google Play Store, Apple. we're on the Apple Internet Music, uh, podcast. I never know what to call that because I want to call it the podcast app. But there's a lot of podcast apps. Pretty sure it's called the podcast app or the Apple podcast. But I feel like that's confusing. Didn't Apple invent podcast though? I think so. Well, I think so. I think they at least coined the term podcast. podcast. Um, hence but, pod. Hence pod. But lastly, send in your questions to cheers at the Yeezy Boys dot beer. And yeah, beers are tasty cues. Beers are tasty cues. You have, I promise you have plenty of time to get in some cues for our bonus episode or mm. two or none. Um, and we'll hear from you guys never on a later time. On a later time. Goodbye. <laughs> what a disaster. <laughs> <laughs>